It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Kamala Harris was named the border czar nearly 80 days ago. She's not held a presser or been to the border, actually. Even the mainstream media has noticed. Lester Holt asked her about it, and uh, of course, she made a joke. Do you have any plans? To visit the border. I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole maybe during spring break in Cancun when you're in college. This whole this whole thing about the border. Not any time recently. We've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. Is she using one of those gender pronouns like we, they, us? Maybe she has multiple personalities. And I haven't been to Europe. And I mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. Yeah, we also don't have sex traffickers, coyotes, and uh, massive drug shipments coming across the border from France. She did a less than enthusiastic speech telling people in the Northern Triangle, do not come to America, don't come. And I want to emphasize that the goal of our work is to help Guatemalans find hope at home. Did you get one of my cookies with my likeness on it? At the same time, I want to be clear to folks in this region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek to the United States-Mexico border. Do not come. Do not come. Wow, I haven't seen this kind of passion in years. Help. Police. Murder. Stop. Don't. Stop. Don't. Come back. It's like your wife saying, no, don't get me anything for Valentine's Day. And you go, okay, and then you don't get her anything, and she gets really mad. She also snapped at a reporter in Mexico City. You see both the front end and the back end, why not go to the border as well? Yeah, you, you, you've been vaccinated. So that you do see the full complexity. Listen, I, I've been to the border before. I've... The only thing that could make her more obnoxious is her speaking through a mask. We'll go again, but when I'm in Guatemala... <laughs> That's his, it's funny again. ...with root causes. I think we should have a conversation about what's going on in Guatemala. I think we should have a, a conversation about what's happening at our border. Of course, VP Harris went to countries like Guatemala to address the root causes of the U.S. border invasion. But even the president of Guatemala exists. It's really just uh, Biden's policy. Okay. Yamate says increased border crossings have been caused in part by the change of administrations. And I believe that was from Trump to Biden. In Washington. The message changed too. We're going to reunite families and we're going to reunite children. The very next day, the Coyotes were here organizing groups of children to take them to the United States. Well, that didn't take very long, did it? Kind of a waste of jet fuel to go down to Guatemala, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Then he reminded her to wear her face mask. Oh, uh, yeah, Kamala, you uh, forgot something over there. On the podium, yeah. El Masco. Oh, yeah, I'll put that on. I'm not doing it for my safety. I just can't hear you as well with that on, and that's what I like. <laughs> nice. Are you ready for some hot sake, ladies and gentlemen? White House spokesperson Jen Saki was asked about the VP visiting the border, and she gave it a major meh. Um... Does the president think there is a scenario in which she should visit the border and also the mounting criticism from conservatives? Does that would that ever factor into a decision? Well, if Kamala and her husband decide to renew their vows and have a honeymoon in Mexico, she might cross the border and to, to send her down there. I mean, don't they have a point that if she has 
this task in front of her sh should she not see the, the the end cause as well as the root cause of what, what is this border that you speak of? I am not familiar with anything associated with the border in Kamala Harris. Well, well, first, as I said to Peter, at some point she may go to the border. She may go to the border. It might be the border between you know Florida and Texas. I don't have any trips to preview for you or predict or timeline for that. But what I would reiterate is that her assignment was to work with countries and leaders in the Northern Triangle. No, no, no. See, she's called the border czar, and the border that we're concerned about is the border between the United States and Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. To address root causes, address corruption, uh, ensure we're working together to address humanitarian concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, they call that the runaround. It's our America. We conquered it. We built it. Great values like honesty and fairness. Great courage. A great nation needs a free press. Newsmax is it. 30 million Americans regularly go to Newsmax when they really need to know. They watch Newsmax TV at home on the free Newsmax app. They go to Newsmax.com. Start today. Newsmax is real news for real people. And we're back. Make sure to check out the Newsmax Daily Podcast, available on dozens of digital platforms. But if you would like to subscribe, just go to Apple Podcasts, look up the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Subscribe today. Jen Psaki was interviewed by the sycophantic Brian Stelter this week in what all corners of the media call a slobbering tongue bath. Here's the intro. Jen, thanks for coming on Reliable Sources. My pleasure. Did you get the flowers I sent you? Busy summer ahead, infrastructure, election reform. What does the press get wrong when covering Biden's agenda? Let me self-flagellate myself before your greatness. When you watch the news, when you read the news, what do you think we get wrong? What is wrong with us? I mean, you guys are so great. We're just so broken. What's wrong? Well, look, I think some of our muscles have atrophied a little bit over the last few years. You know, like the muscle between your ears, although it's actually an organ. Years, and there isn't a, a lot of memory, or recent memory, or long, longer memory. Let's not talk about Joe Biden's cognitive decline. On how long it takes to get legislation forward, or how messy mm. uh, the process of negotiating. That's why we just do executive orders. And the process of getting legislation across the finish line can be. So, Jan, what's your favorite color? We know, we understand everybody's always looking for a deadline, a timeline line, things like that. But at the Maybe a, an actual intelligent thought. At the end of the day, uh, our focus is on... God, I hate that expression. At the end of the day, it's just never going to go anywhere. The conversation's never going to get better after you hear that. Getting these bills across the finish line, doing it in a bipartisan way if we can. And we certainly recognize that that can be messy along the process. So I don't know if that's the press getting it wrong. Uh, I'll leave you to the critique of that, Brian. But ah, uh, I did love the flowers, and thank you. I think sometimes we forget uh, how strange the last four years were and when we return to a place where democracy is working hey, you got to take a swipe at the trump administration we're talking with democrats and republicans where we're trying to get wink ryan we hate him too bills and legislation passed it feels foreign but this is actually how it's supposed to work oh no i think the entire country feels foreign now that joe biden's in charge those are the kind of softball questions that he asked but they're actually were t-ball questions where he actually put the ball on the tee and gave her the bat with a helmet and stood out of the way here's stelter asking how jen speaks Truth in a world of lies. For other PR professionals who watch what you do, for journalists who watch what you do, what's your advice for them about trying to stay as close to the truth in this world of lies? <laughs> because we know you would never lie because we're CNN. Actually, now we lie. 
Well, I think what I try to do is stay grounded to the facts and what I mean by that, the details and what mm. we can help provide publicly to clarify contact. How can I serve as a uh, an inspiration to people who would propagandize for the liberal Democrat government? To make it more understandable to the press, to the public. Uh, and it sometimes it's not more complicated than that. Really talking to policy experts and gaining an understanding myself so that I can communicate in a way that my mother my mother-in-law, uh, you know, other people who are not involved in politics like you and I are um, every day would understand what we're trying to do. Uh, I keep grounded. And it takes a lot of lying to do that. In that, but try to go deep in the details so I can kind of um, pull out and make it accessible. <laughs> Oddly enough, Brian Stelter went to bat with some tough questions, but apparently they were vetoed by CNN. Here are some of the questions that ended up on the cutting room floor. Watch out. This is tough. Number one, who's a good boy? Am I a good boy, Jen? Number two, some viewers say I have pretty eyes. What do you think? The next one, everything bad is Trump's fault and everything's good is Biden's fault, right? Next one, I'm going to Starbucks. Can I get you something? They both have young kids, so he asked, my kid pronounces spaghetti paschetti. What silly things does your kid say? Crime is up in America's biggest cities, Jen. Your hair looks great. Who does it? Walmart or Target? With regard to China, which do you prefer, hot and sour or miso soup? Which friend's character are you most like? I'm definitely a Chandler. And finally, have you spoken with the dear leader today? What glorious, inspiring message does he have for all of us? It was a tale of two cities, or rather two states this week, a stark differences between a rhino governor of Georgia and a Florida governor who let his citizens embrace freedom were laid bare with two public appearances. First, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp at the state's GOP convention. Not pretty. You know, when you're greeted on stage like this, this is the time you say, hey, guys, uh, thanks for coming out tonight. Make sure to tip your bartenders and waitresses, and we'll see you again sometime. It's almost like when I arrive at my family's reunion every year. And then, of course, there's Florida Governor Ron DeSantis treated like a rock star at a pack maskless concert. My message for other states and other countries, open, states, open your schools, let people live their lives, don't make them wear masks. Wow, imagine people responding positively to something like that rather than uh, shutting down everything. In the last year, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio cut 1,800 uniformed officers and 600 plainclothes officers from the force, resulting in a gigantic increase in shootings, murder, vandalism, and sundry crimes. But he has a solution. Bring in the feds. But today we want to highlight some very good news about an unprecedented collaboration. Between you and Satan? An unprecedented partnership between the NYPD and the federal ATF. This is crucial. Everyone agrees. You mean like the Waco ATF? Number one issue is guns, getting the guns off our streets. And we all know that the proliferation of guns during the pandemic. Yeah, that's it. Was unprecedented and troubling. <laughs> and therefore, we have to double down. Yeah, that'll work like everything else you've done has worked so well. Actually, none, none of it has. If the Joker was the mayor of Gotham, he would take footnotes from de Blasio's tenure. At a public event in France, another feckless, weak politician, France's President Emile Macron, got slapped in the face by a citizen. <laughs> bonjour, bonjour. Do I get a kiss on each cheek? <laughs> Not exactly. Oh! <laughs> 
Gerard! Jerry! Jerry! Or should I say, Gerard! 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 Wow. Uh, The citizen went on to further insult the president even further. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty-headed animal food trough whopper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberry. During Pride Month, we've heard a lot of liberals assuming the worst of conservatives with regard to the LGBTQ plus movement. But Caitlyn Jenner told Newsmax own Rob Schmidt, um, that's really not the case. You know what? It has not been a problem whatsoever. Okay. Um, I've really been kind of shocked. Uh, To be honest with you, when I thought about doing this, uh, I was really wondering what the reaction is going to be. And you found out that we really aren't the haters that the left likes to call us. Real heroes. Real conflict. Real threats. Real heart. Now, there's a place America gets its news. Newsmax. We're real news for real people. Millions are turning off the old channels. And switching to Newsmax, the fastest growing cable news channel in America. No agenda. No spin. Just the facts. Millions watch us. So can you. Newsmax. We're real news for real people. We are back. Make sure to check out the Newsmax Daily Podcast with me, Rob Carson. It's available on Apple Podcasts. Just subscribe if you would right away. And if you'd like more digital platforms, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast for more details. Okay, so you know that uh, critical race theory is being taught in schools and parents and teachers everywhere are quite done with it. You should be afraid of them rooting for socialism by the time they get to middle school. Teachers, it may seem that our careers have come to a dead end, but I'm here to remind you we don't work for the school board. This isn't even a parent, it's a teacher. We work to mold the next generation of well-rounded American patriots, so don't give up because it is Does this mean we're going to have to get rid of the flag-burning class? To us. Students, you are on the front lines of these indoctrination camps. Challenge the staff when you are presented with a ludicrous statement and do not allow anybody to tell you that you cannot accomplish anything because of your skin color or to hate yourself because of your skin color. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Reading, writing, arithmetic. Those things are important, too. Newsmax Greg Kelly ran the entire 10-minute verbal slang of the Carmel New York School Board by Tatiana Ibrahim. Time limits allow me to only air a sample, but she's awesome. You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. Yeah, come on. Don't mess with Mama Bear. Americans are fed up to be quiet on us, guys. Nickelodeon has taken the fun out of cartoons and made them, well, quite scary. This isn't about pride. It's really about uh, grooming and brainwashing. Nothing is to fill you with pride, showing who you are on the inside. When I was a kid, my nightmares were filled with images of the Wicked Witch of the West. Mommy, Daddy, can I sleep with you guys tonight? <laughs> Spirit, baby blue, pink, white, represent transgender.
transgender people and black and brown represent the queer and trans people of color. That pretty much covers all the uh, the colors. What's the color for white caucasoids? Uh, I guess white. Yeah. Former President Obama is also sucking the fun out of cartoons on Netflix <laughs> and creating a whole new generation of radical leftist community organizers. Can I make a difference if I don't even know how? I used to watch uh, Fat Albert when I was a kid, and I was a white kid from the Midwest. Oh, there's the voting. And I hope those black kids weren't asked to show an ID, because that would be racist. <laughs> looks pretty fun. Looks looks pretty fun, just like Saturday mornings when I was a kid, yeah. Remember when cartoons just featured animals with speech impediments getting shot? No, it's duck hunting season. That, sir, is an investigated fabrication. It's wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Wabbit season. And here comes the senseless violence. Season. Wabbit season. I say it's duck season, and I say Now, that kid's is good old-fashioned family entertainment. Austin Nasso has gone from average Joe to America's best Trump voice impersonator. Here he is, as Trump, objecting to the social media ban. Nasty, lying, anti-American Twitter has suspended my account and censored free speech yet again. You can blame... Jim. You should hear his Andrew Cuomo. Unbelievable! Ectorcy, he's a criminal. And his Joe Biden. And he should be put behind bars. With that being said, I would love to announce my newest OnlyFans account. <laughs> That's right, for only $9.99 a month, yes. you can access premium content that you can't even see anywhere, quite frankly. You could see me winning in the pole dancing. You could see me dancing on top of the Oval Office desk, partially nude, with the launch codes. And Rudy Giuliani and I have a brand new episodic web series where... Every week, we get closer and closer to finding out where are the votes in the style of Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Savannah Edwards is becoming a social commentary rock star. Here is her take on reparations. I'm seeing a lot of talk about reparations on TikTok, Twitter. There's a pastor in Tulsa who said, we cannot have true reconciliation and healing without reparations. I don't agree with that. It's 2021. How are we to determine who gets reparations and who doesn't? Again, it's 2021. Not every black person is the descendant of a slave, and not every descendant of a slave is black. And not every person who was a slave was black. And are we talking about slaves who were freed when the war ended, or slaves who were freed maybe even decades after the first slave ships arrived? In a lot of the northern states, slavery ended just after the Revolutionary War. But I digress. Reparations as the first step to healing? Mm -mm. The first step to healing is forgiveness. If the first thing that comes out of your mouth is, well, they don't deserve forgiveness, sit down, let me learn you a thing or two. Time heals all wounds, but if you have a wound that hasn't healed, it's probably because you're still picking at it. If you fill your heart with bitterness, there's no room for joy, there's no room for peace. Holding on to bitterness is bondage, and many of y'all have chained yourself to the dead. Even worse, some of y'all have passed that bitterness down to your children. Forgiveness isn't for that other person, it's for you. It's to set you free. Absolutely brilliant. And finally, a new political folk hero has emerged in North Carolina. Here's a sample of Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson's speech to the North Carolina GOP. Oh, yeah. 
No teleprompter. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Christians, that we are Americans, that we are Republicans, and that we are conservatives. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive here. And not only survive, it will thrive. So guys, it's time to put on our packs. Come on. It's time to fix those bayonets. I love it. It's time to get ready. <laughs> we got a fight on our hands. Yes, sir. And our fight is not for us. No, sir. It's for all those generations that's going to come behind us. Let's save America, folks. Because if there is to be freedom in this nation in the future, it is only going to become at the behest of the Republican Party, the grand old party, the party of freedom and equality, the one that always has been and the one that always will be. God bless you all. Thank you very much. God bless the great state of North Carolina and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. All right. That made me feel kind of good. Hey, guys, that's going to do it for the show this week. I greatly appreciate you joining me. Make sure to check out the Newsmax Daily Podcast with me five days a week for now. Go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you would right away. Also, if you want to uh, download the Newsmax app on your phone, that's pretty awesome, too. You can check out all the shows on Newsmax. And if you just want kind of a schedule rundown, just go to NewsmaxTV.com and check it out. And make sure to check out my show, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World, which runs uh, today. Yeah. Excellent. Guys, have a glorious day. God bless you. God bless our police. God bless our firefighters. And above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.